Hi, this is Aziz Maraka. You're listening to the Dukan Show. Ya bay, ya bay. Wadid al-baharayn arjana. Ya bay, ya bay. Wala tala'i bidu al-fumai. Ya bay, ya bay. Rabitna bas samawayna wa'ayn. Welcome to your tribe. We'll check it out. A new generation of young people today who belong nowhere. But I prefer to be an outcast. Third culture kids where the concept of the Dukan is the, the corner shop. We are live outside. Hey, yo, what's up, people? What up, nation? It's a revolution of expression. You're tuned in to the Dukan Show. Stay tuned in. Our digital generation is shaping our identity, their creative expression, and their future. So please give a very warm welcome. Welcome to your tribe. This is the Dukan show. No, no, we gave him the quick uh, 411. The 411. And he said, and he even mentioned that Hatta Yam Zaman Andu Bil Mana in the hood as well. Mm. Oh. He used to go down. He used to go down oh, to get a Pepsi oh, and stay there for 30 no, minutes. No, no, Misha Yam Zaman. This uh, is this happening is, now. Oh, this now. is in, in the modern <laughs> age. Yeah. Uh, we still go to. Yeah. Anna, so back in the day, my mom used to know the whole thing in Benzer Anna, like to get a sandwich. So when my mom used to come here to see my dad, and I was in Lebanon with my dad, I used to go down for like a good 45 minutes or an hour. My dad used to do a full on Lebanon search for me. Not really? knowing that I'm just chilling downstairs talking. Mm-hmm. To the guys. So mm. she was calling the the, the neighborhood. My to my auntie, my cousin mm. that doesn't even know who I am. Like it's a whole it's a whole search. Mm. Yeah, because you were trouble. This is why. <laughs> she trouble knew. or troubled? Troubled. Uh. Troubled uh, <laughs> with a D. <laughs> no, I think I think the whole the whole thing is because we work so much. I think uh, I don't know if it's Dubai or if it's the you know the state of what we are now. We're always on our phones. We're always working, and I feel like the the. The times where you just sat in front of the Dukan and chilled, those are under threat. <laughs> but also, it was an interphone, so either you used to buzz data and tell her, there wasn't right. like a whole sending, wherever are you, Habibi kind of thing. Oh, you're right. No, but what I, what I remember about was we'd have one bell, so my friends would call me and ring it twice, and mm-hmm. that meant, yalla, we're going downstairs. Anna, my mom used to send me because I mean I'm I'm the I'm the uh, youngest in in my, between my siblings, so sh- she would send me to go get my brother. You know, like I was always bad news. <laughs> so if he saw me coming, he knew no. that that was the end. You know. So did eventually he was cool, or like, or you were cool, or no? You were always like the young one. Well, going. I was always the young one, but they they lost me, and my parents lost me. Let's see, we lived in Tunisia. Uh, they lost me at the beach. <laughs> They lost me in the sea. La, la, like, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I was trying to swim to an island. Oh, so they didn't lose you. You just la, used la. to go by yourself. You, you got, got lost. <laughs> <laughs> you you got lost. lost. Yeah, yeah. And, and one time they wrapped it up. Like, they wrapped up the search and... Uh, la, they they yeah. were like, he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> no. He's gone, yeah. And, and like it's just I, you, like, wandering And off. then I showed up and they were all, like, crying and hugging each other. Where were you, though? In Tunisia. I was uh, swimming. Oh, okay. (laughs) The way he tells the story was he was just saying, they thought he drowned. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm telling you, man. I mean, I was walking towards them and then, like, and and I realized I lost them, right? And, but, but when I walked towards them and they had, like, this whole group hug with other friends and, and then I realized how, like, how much I was in trouble. Oh, my God. That fear. I was so much in trouble that they didn't say anything. Okay. They were happy. Then they realized now we're gonna kick his ass. When they're when they yell at you, you can get away with it. When yeah. they're angry, yeah. they go quiet. No, but it's also the Arab thing. Habib and then they smack you, <laughs> no, and you're yeah, very yeah. confused. Is she happy to see me? you know, it does. How does that happen? And that's no, that's a talent for Arab mothers. I, th- I think the worst of all. I think 
what I got from that is a change of strategy. I think they, it was beyond yelling at me. It was my mom and my dad deciding to sit down and completely change their method of how they're going to raise me. So how did they, <laughs> so how did they pivot? <laughs> how did they pivot? Wait, how many siblings? I don't know. Uh -huh. we, we were three. We okay. were three, yeah. Three okay. boys? Uh, two boys and a uh, uh, sister, if she's the middle. The middle. middle and sister. do they all have that habit of wandering off, or was no, it just no, you? No, 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 it's just oh, okay. It feels <laughs> like it was just him. It yeah, feels yeah. like it was yeah, just yeah. you. Yeah. So, do you, do you, are you, for me, a lot of people that we know, they wander. Like, you'll mm. notice on the phone, or, you know, Akawi sometimes, he'll mm. walk, just walk. We don't know where he goes. Is yeah. it because you, is it a creative thing? Like, what I, is this? I don't this? know. I mean, sometimes there's a tune in my head, you know, and okay. God knows where I'm going to go with that. So, You yeah. just follow it? I kind of, like, sometimes I lose track of what I'm doing. But so wait, this has been a thing, like, you have you, like, okay, so, just to backtrack, how long have you been creating music yes. for? Uh, I, I really can't remember. Like, I, I've, I always, I always had a tune in my head, so I would sing it, I would sing uh, whatever I'm, I'm you know, I have in my textbooks like since I was second grade. And, and does it grade. run in the family or? Um, like, is it something you got caught on from your mom, your dad, your siblings? I have a no? cousin that plays an instrument. Okay. And uh, and I heard that my grandfather, although he's from a town from West Bank, where like it's not a very cool town. Like until now, they don't have a movie theater there. You know, but okay. uh, but he was this guy who always wanted to be an outsider. He wanted to speak English, although all he could say is hello and. But still, he had this want to speak yeah, English, which yeah, is different than yeah, anyone. Yeah, and he, he used to, to say he was fluent piano. in English because he only said hello. <laughs> hello. Well, that was enough <laughs> uh, okay. in his town, you know. So, <laughs> yeah, he would say like hello, you know. So everybody's like, oh, look at this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we gotta go to this town. <laughs> so it's in West Bank. I don't like, think we can go like to this town. Here. I think if we go there, we'll be like A-list celebrities. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think so. You so. Obviously, somewhere in your genetic world is mm. a want to be different or a want mm. to, you know, not be normal. Definitely. And it, and it was, uh, I would definitely say it was my grandfather. Like, uh, my, my, my dad always tells me that him and his uncle, uh, my uncles, uh, would always be uh, kind of embarrassed. I mean, once they grew older, they understood him better, mm. but because he was always different, you yeah. know, whenever people believed in a certain ideology, you know, back in the 60s, he was the only guy that didn't believe in it, you know. So, so they just didn't want to go with him anywhere because he would always have like uh, disagreements with with people you know, and just embarrass them. See, I think that's so interesting because mm. you, you know we sometimes and I, I say this as my family mm. in the yeah. Arab in the Arab culture of my family, we are embarrassed when someone opposes. Yes. But it's not an opposition. But another it's thing, it's just a different opinion. But also, when you get older, you oppose because you know you're right because you're old. <laughs> this is 100%. True. True. There's no such thing as an, an old Arabic man that's going to say he's wrong. It's because of his age. And I can't wait to get there. Yeah. And no, I'm right. Even though I'm wrong. But Sheikh Al-Umar but I think also, you know, with especially with us, we have we, we try to pay respect. So yeah. even if you're wrong, we're like, yeah, okay, fine. And we just move on. We learn to be peaceful. We learn to be, you know. But I think deeply, you're so, when I, when I look at you and the history of what I know of you online, you're an outlier. You're not the regular in many ways. And so it's nice to hear that it is something like deep within you. It's not something that was formed on the internet or formed. It must have been something that I think, you've I always. Think, 
I mean, we all we all want to be on. We all want to get the society's approval. So at the end of the day, the way to do it is to do what everyone else is doing, and that's how we end up kind of wearing the same shoes, same pants. And there's a face for everything, you know. Think about the '80s. Everybody agreed yes. that that's how they should look like, you yeah. know. Everybody. And they felt they looked amazing. <laughs> yeah, you know. And, and now people are doing that all over again. Let's it's not true. Okay, let's not get into that. Let's yeah, yeah, yeah. But then there's. <laughs> I always think there's that one slight chance that we might all be wrong. You know, and that gives you that, you know, just a small percentage possibility that doing something different might be the right way to go. Okay. So you weren't following a trend. So t tell us. Tell how us. Did, how, like, tell yeah. Us, like, any, you heard, like, you you know it's from your family. You started by yourself. How did it start? Um, well, I mean, I guess um, my parents could see that whenever there was a piano or a keyboard in a room, I would go and try to play on it. I w and I would actually try to do and do an anything now given that my parents were the kind of parents that would lose their child all the time <laughs> <laughs> his parents were those guys you know so basically they would forget that i'm in some room and would let me play on an instrument for a very long time and uh and then my father got me like a, a small keyboard and uh and from there you know uh, it was just one were you self-taught yeah i was uh, i was self self-taught in the beginning and then i started taking piano classes and uh and examinations and all that. And I, you know, there was a point where like, you know, I would have to learn a piece written by Mozart or Beethoven. And most of the time I never finished these pieces. Like I would, I would do a good job and my teacher would be proud. And then suddenly I'm bored and I don't want to really finish the piece, you know, because it's not mine. And you know, like, okay, I get it. I see where this is going and we're good. So I used to fr frustrate the heck out of him, but okay. uh, you know, <laughs> But then he, he realized that maybe he needs to let me improvise. And so he started giving me different exercises that could help my composition skills. And, uh, and then um, we have uh, in Jordan something we call Tawjihi. It's basically high school or it's the, last, it's the senior year in, yeah. in school. And uh, back then I studied really hard because, you know, I had a girlfriend and, uh, and uh, you know, I thought we're going to be together forever. So at a certain point I wanted to propose and, you know, it was and a then, thing. And yeah, <laughs> and then how, how would her dad accept me if I was a musician? So I studied hard because I wanted to go to business school. Uh, I got a good grade, but not good enough. And I was like all frustrated. Not good enough for who? For, for business uh, school okay. in a public school oh, okay. in Jordan. Okay. You know? and, um, and then my dad saw that I was frustrated, although he was like so shocked. You know? like I, I, it was basically a B. I got a B in senior year, which he was not expecting, not, right? Mm -hmm. And, uh, he was not expecting you to get a, a B. Or because was it more because he was happy no, that no, you no. Got because all the years before that, I was not good in school. You know, ah, I so skip classes. Yeah, no, he, yeah. for love, he focused yeah. on business. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. So, so he's like all shocked. You know, I got the best grade among all of my siblings. You know, so, so he, he was, and I told him, you know, how the heck I'm gonna, am I gonna do this? You know, what am I gonna say to her dad when I go propose? He's like, you gonna propose to who? He's like, you know, my girlfriend. And he's like, listen, you're gonna go to music school. And uh, and I can I cannot imagine that you are an employee at anything, given that you don't like you. I just because he 
Until now, he gets nightmares about dogs chasing him and him calling my name and he can't find me, right? He still gets... Oh, he's, see, first of all, <laughs> this yeah. is, he's traumatized about losing him. Don't yeah. you understand? Yeah. This is like a... <laughs> no, 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 no. I get, I'm with you. I'm with you. So he's unemployable. And yeah. his dad is so aware of yeah. the fact that he cannot be employed. He's going to lose him again. Yeah, yeah. He's like, and this is love. You're yeah. going to go to music school. Yeah. I don't know who this girl is. But it's, it's so... <laughs> you know, I love that they've been, that they're so supportive of your music decisions this and is, like they were pushing you to that it's so yeah, amazing yeah. it's yeah, amazing he, he is supportive I think he had no other choice he knew that this is my skill you know in life and uh, and he just didn't want to watch me going any other route because first of all he doesn't want to be he doesn't want me to be miserable mm -hmm. and two he was so sure that I would be fired from every single job. So he's I like, think there's a more strategic <laughs> approach to this. <laughs> Your yeah. parents' parenting this, strategy this girl did you end up stay, you broke no. up with her uh, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, your dad up. meant that ask me why because the breakup is going to lead to you writing songs about her, which is going to lead to more success. Oh, Tell me how many songs you wrote about her. How many songs you wrote about her. Just so we can prove that your dad's strategy was right. Tell me. I, I did mention her in one song. No, but how many songs did you write about her? I didn't write much about really? her. Really? Yeah. So you don't use your art as a way to like heal your broken heart? Well, I mean, it was uh, okay, okay. First of all, we were seventeen and sixteen. Okay. So let's what start do you with the know about that. the world? Like, what you do know? you know? Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, and then and then I went to music school. Within a year, I got a scholarship. And, Congratulations! Uh, and I went to the states, and that's where I got my degree. The, when I applied to the scholarship, it's funny how we change in life, and and we just don't know it when. When we're still, you know, at the present, you're so in touch with it, and you're like, "This is what I'm doing for the rest." You of applied my life. for hip hop, didn't you? I applied. <laughs> you would never imagine. You would never no, get it right. I applied to be a minister of culture in the uh, uh, in the Jordanian government. That no. was that was my mission, and that's what I was gonna do. And I went to the States under a very intensive leadership program where they teach you how to manage projects and how to micromanage and all of that, plus music degree. And by the time I was done with school, I had put a band together and all I wanted is to sing and like, it was nothing. So within two years, it is amazing how the plan changed. changed in uh, your yeah. favor. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, you know, when I went back to Jordan, so my music was like a fusion of Arabic and English and I sang in Jordanian dialect because I felt that I could be mostly truthful in Jordanian dialect. And, and I operate by this idea that uh, if I don't believe myself, who the heck will believe me? You know. Like so you've you don't always wanted to be. Too. I completely. You've agree. always wanted to go to Arabic from the start, from the get-go. You knew that. It's you just what good. I yeah. understood best. You know, mm -hmm. uh, like okay, I could sing in Jordanian, but you know, when you first start, it's like you're just not an expert at it. You know, you're mm -hmm. not a pro. So uh, so everybody was like, okay, it's great that you're doing what you like, but listen, man, maybe you shouldn't sing. You, your voice is not that great anyway. You know, I didn't sound like any Arabic singers. I didn't have those, like, extra articulations in my voice. I just don't have it. The amanama. The what? Amanama. Yeah, I just don't have it. Call it ah, it's a technical term. You may not have learned this at school, but it's a technical term. Check me on YouTube with Michael Anyways, so I, so I, you, you clear Really, are not the average artist in the language that and you it, and that it wasn't in my plan to yeah. to sing you know I'm a music writer but uh, I sang a song someone shared it there was no YouTube back then someone shared it on their website I and guess this was when you were in the States so I sang the song when I was in the States it, it was about uh, it was about being homesick basically and how much I wanted to go home 
And uh, this guy shared it. And even when he shared it, he said, although this song... <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, he goes, although this song musically is poor and uh, the, the lyrics are silly, but there's something about it that I really like. And then he shares it and then there would be like, very few people would be like, yeah, I can see what you see. And then everyone else is like, what the heck is this, you know? How do you feel when you read, because we get, like, haters going to hate, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, we obviously get hate comments or whatever. You just say haters going to hate. They are going to yeah, hate. Yeah. But we always invite them on the show to be, whenever somebody is really bad with us, like, or calls us to, you know, mm. d demands our attention in a negative way, we give them your seats. And we say, come, sit, talk to us, tell us what it is. Ask us do how you many engage? showed up. <laughs> no one's ever showed, ever showed up. <laughs> no one's ever showed up. They never do. Do you yeah. engage with people who say, well, you know, his voice is kind of and like... I, uh, I used to engage with them. And, uh, uh, you know, I don't know anymore because in the same time, I, I mean, look. When I was somewhere in the middle in my career, and I'm not saying I, you know, I have, I'm very enthusiastic and there's a lot more to do, but there was a time where it's like I wasn't sure if this is going to work or not. And I guess when someone had a comment like this, I just felt threatened. Now that I, that I think about it, like mm -hmm. this person is threatening what I'm trying to actually achieve. Yeah. And uh, so I would respond, and I'm, and I'm so good at this. So you did engage. You did engage. I did engage, and uh, sometimes I sounded angry. I, I don't even know what people <laughs> thought of that, you know? Like, I'd I be feel like, like he did something that he doesn't want to tell us, you know what I mean? I feel like I was like, give me your personal number, I'm going to do it. You, know, so, like, you can so, say the story. Yeah, it's yeah. Fine, well, no. I mean, there are too many to even mention, you know? But, like, someone would make fun of my name, so I would make fun of their name. Or someone would, oh, okay. uh, you know? <laughs> but then there are times where someone is like, I don't know who the heck advised you to sing, man. You really need to stop now. And then I would go in and, and you know, I'd be like, I, I bet your friends really, you know, are enjoying yeah. your company. Such a fun guy <laughs> to hang out with. You know? And I would say stuff like that, you know? But then... Did you used to swear at them in Jordanian dialect as well? Because we all know the swear word. <laughs> <laughs> no swearing, you know. That's ah, the, okay. that, but that's the funny thing about social media. Sometimes we, you know, we, we put a comment together and we think it sounds so wise, right? Like, yeah. why, why in, in, yeah. in that moment, you're like, I'm going to tell this guy, I'm going to sound so smart. And I'm gonna tell this guy. I'm gonna put him. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna bomb, put bomb, <laughs> knife, knife, gun, gun. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna put him in his place. And then all you need to do is just read that comment one year later. You know, and you get. <laughs> we need you, to do that. Yeah, we should. Like a lunatic, I know? think, but that's but that's part of and it too. And then you go like, who speaks like that? <laughs> <laughs> STFU <laughs> really okay <laughs> no but I think I think the the, the main <laughs> thing is as part of the journey criticism is that you know it is it has a place in our lives as creatives we take it we absorb it it becomes a part of who we are sometimes and I wonder when you're making your music is that a part of who, do you do do you hear this criticism or do you respond to it or it are you your only critic yeah no, I mean now I'm at a point where uh, first of all I I learned to appreciate haters because uh, because uh, if you don't have haters you won't have advocates. It turns your fan base into advocates. That's true. You That's know? true. Because they they will uh, they will go for advocacy of what they actually like and what they appreciate. So there was a point where I started to have a different problem. Someone would post a negative comment and then the fans would attack this person and before you know it that person is actually getting bullied on your wall, you know? So there were times where I had to delete a negative comment, not because I hate it. You're worried about him. 
because I'm worried about yeah. him because I know what's going to happen to him. So yeah. I would delete his comment before the fans attacked. attacked. <laughs> the fans You're a nice guy. We would, have, we would have made a shot. Now we're like, mm -hmm. go ahead, sir. <laughs> yeah, well, I've done that a couple Please of times, you yeah. know. I would see the comment. I was like, wow, I can't wait to see yeah. what's going to happen to this comment an hour later. <laughs> I yeah. think I think that you know when especially when it comes to a very you you're operating in a in a space in social media in a space that didn't exist when you first started sure. you know making music sure. do you has your music changed to respond to social media in any way the music I would that imagine you so look there's always a part of me like when you get a negative comment the first thing and it could be about anything it could be about your music it could be about your character it could be about your clothes you know but uh, the first impression is you get defensive you know, you get really defensive and you reject that comment. And then uh, the second step usually is, for me at least, is how did I push this guy to write such a thing? You, know, how you did had I, an impact on how him. How did I get on his nerves? Or why does he think my song is not so nice? You know, or why, uh, you know, just why did I push him? Yeah. Aside of the fact that this person is negative and is trying to express something negative and that's his way, but uh, it makes you think about it. But I don't sit down writing a song and like looking at comments, but like, oh, let me see. <laughs> let us respond. Uh, let me use this lyric. I hate it when you sing this high notes. Hook. Okay, no, no high notes. <laughs> this is going to be my next hook. No, but, I, I, but it's interesting because you went from having, you know, one guy randomly posting your thing on a website to a fan base that defends you. Yes. And what's that like? What, what's that feeling like to have a fan base even? Because that's something what many musicians dream of. How did the traction start? Yeah, Was yeah. it directly after he, like, because I know you started off in the States. Did, did being in the States help with the traction towards what the fan base is now? Because or you're surrounded was it more difficult because I, you were trying to sing Arabic in the States? I must admit that uh, out in the West in general, you can be surrounded with less judgmental people. You know, we tend... Um, and actually, I have a whole campaign that I started against bullying, you know, and I, and I realized that bullying is not simply someone punching someone in the face. You know, it could be a friend yeah. and under the umbrella of honesty, you know. Listen, huh? Listen. This is, this is, <laughs> they're all like I pointing have, fingers I at each other. to okay. our room, somebody to defend me, finally. You just say this in front of camera that I'm <laughs> no, the no, no, no. We all know. I've Everyone knows. What's the name of your organization? Bully, What's the name of your organization? So how can I deal with, uh, let's say if I have a bully. Let's see if there's a bully sitting in front of you right now. How will you do And bullies can come in many sizes. <laughs> yeah, and many. They don't have to be big and They can wear two sweaters at once. Not yeah. just one sweater, but two sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, tell uh, us about your organization or like well, what? Well, it's not, I'm not, I'm, not a, I'm just, I'm just saying this, you know, in, in context. I'm not plugging anything in. No, just, okay, <laughs> but, but I'm just saying, um, wow, I lost track. I know, uh, sorry, we over, no, we you, yeah. you were saying that uh, in the States there's, or in the West, so, right, so there's yeah, less so judgment. You, you could have more friends in this region uh, where under the umbrella of honesty, you know, they give you feedback, but it's actually too harsh of a feedback, you know, it can make you stop what you're doing. Yeah. While I, I can say that in the States, I was able to have my space, you know, uh, because people were encouraging. Mm. Um, but, but again, uh, getting from that point to fans was, was a very, I mean, to, to, to a fan base and a real serious career that I can now consider, um, it was a long way, you know, I had a lot of people reject it. The amount, the number of times where I would release a song and be like, wow, this song is going to do great. And then some radio station would put it on their, you know, I would have a deal so with a radio station where they're going to put it on those, their social media. And then you see the comments and you're like, 
there are moments where you're like, my God, am I in denial? Like it's so bad as a as a review that you start to doubt yourself. Like, am I am I one of these people who who's just so much in denial? You know, like these like uh, the guys that get on Arab Idol or you know one of these programs. You know, where it's like. Sarahtan, I think sometimes Arab Idol gets them on purpose. Too. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, it's a... You know? <laughs> at the end of but, the day, it's entertainment. We yeah. have to... But th th there's a very different thing about that practice and the practice of trying to make it as a musician, which exactly. is the most difficult journey. It's and at the so same time, I'm not going through shortcuts, you know? Like, I never went to any of these programs, but I had moments I was like, maybe I am that guy. <laughs> you know? Maybe I'm the first six episodes. You know? <laughs> like, maybe I'm that guy. <laughs> You know, <laughs> so so it's it's tricky, yeah. and you gotta be thick-skinned. So know? how are you so thick-skinned? Like I want to know how does somebody like because it's a tough environment. Like we've seen it. Well, it's a balance. So once you start to get more loyal fans that support you, that tell you what your music means to them. And there are moments where I used to think, like, maybe we are all in denial, you know? <laughs> like, seriously, I'm not kidding, you know? As he's going, you're good. No, man, no. 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 You know, bad. like, maybe they all have bad taste, you know? Like, I'm bad, and they all have bad taste, and that's, you know? You know? Like, like, we're all in the same group. Cycle, cycle of whackness. That's what that is, you know? cycle of whackness. So, but, of course, I worked on, on, on uh, practicing and making my voice better and getting references and, uh, you know, trying to find out I learned I learned also about writing music keep it simple mm -hmm. and you know just keep it simple. Do you uh, also produce? Yeah yeah I produce my music. You produce I, your own music. Yeah. So multi-talented. It's amazing. It's so amazing. So if it's if you think it's bad there's only you to blame. Yeah if it's yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. And you can't blame the producer. Well, you actually can't blame I have my own battles with myself like sometimes I hear myself like talking crap to myself you know that's amazing you but know? like do you but since you do since it's all you do you like lock yourself in a room for a couple of days when you're in tune and you know what the song like how do people do you like not see music? you for like a week or like two sometimes when you and you just get out you go like okay i just produced something killer no um i mean it's it becomes the vibe for a good week so so whatever i'm writing that's that's how life feels for that week that's how life feels for that week that's so homesick so if I'm, so I'm homesick, homesick for a week. If it's an upbeat song, I'm, I'm in an upbeat feel for a week. That's and amazing. If it's something depressing, nobody wants to stay around you for a week. Um, I'm probably sitting but in that's, a very depressing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. So you're like that's method acting your, your music. That's the. And and also I I. I'm and you see how genuine the end product is as well. It is. It is. Authenticity is such a big part of your brand. Well, I'll tell you, the only thing I was hanging on to before things worked out for me as far as fan base is uh, I thought, okay, this makes me feel good. I'm sure there are many people out there because we, we have so much in common, you know? We, I feel sometimes that we humans are, are a replica of each other, you know? Like we you are. could meet someone in this country and then go to the States and meet another guy and be like, oh my God, I know you. I, don't, I, I know you, that's it, you know? I know exactly who you are. And uh, so I felt like if I bet on this, the replica version of me, there will be enough people that if they were songwriters, they would exactly write that same song I'm writing right now. That's such an interesting way to motivate yourself to move when there's no motivation. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. you're betting on the other you. Yeah. The, the other you that's somewhere. The replica. The replica of you. Have you ever, like a double ganger or like a full A doppelganger, replica? yeah. Doppelganger. Double. Double. Um, double. No, double. I, think, I, think, I think it's much more like the belief that we are more alike than we are different.
Yes. And you know, and and knowing that intrinsic humanity. If you love this song, then someone somewhere that replica of you. And you can see it even. It's like uh, with comedians. I think comedians are just a more honest version of us. You know, because they'll 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 come up with all these jokes about things that we think about. We just never speak Say, about yeah. them, and there's so much in our psyche. You know, uh, so we we tend to be all the same, in a way or another. That's deep. That's and and go to my friends and my siblings and play them the song and then every single person had something to say about it and before you know it it's like first of all if i was to apply everything i'm hearing to the song it's it's, it's not, not going to work going to sound like a song yeah. and then someone would be like oh i don't like this part i hate that part whatever and then i learned that actually those same people if you play them a song that you just released they will have a completely different feedback because of the release because it seemed approved because it's released it's out there people mm. are listening to it it's got the views it's got the interaction that's so interesting you know so once the song is released then they but like you don't have that one person that's going to give it to you no matter what you oh, need I have that plenty one of person like that. i have no, okay. plenty of people like that but again it's like you, you can't you know you you, you got to have the trust you know you got to have the trust that uh, I know how to produce music. You know, I've been doing it for a lot of years, and uh, I sing a lot better. I have a fan base. I have plenty of co-writers. My manager, uh, as you know, uh, Edwin. Sophie. Sophie. Ah, Sophie Edwin. Sophie Edwin. Sophie Edwin. Sophie Edwin. You know, she actually manager. has uh, f absolutely fantastic. I think I have the best manager in the world. I really That's a do. wonderful thing to say, actually. Yeah. But we can't say her name. No, I Sophie Edwin. We Sophie just did. Edwin. <laughs> a good okay, name. Sophie Edwin. She has a great name. And. Uh, <laughs> But also, she's got such good music understanding, and uh, she she's helped me with uh, with my music a lot. And um, so, whose idea was it for you to go? Where were you in Jordan? I think or Palestine? You were walking around with your ukulele, and you started singing. Oh, that's that's a uh, well. Every year in your career, especially that's music career, anyway. you gotta exactly. uh, yeah, like so every year you gotta do something different. Yeah. And you're in a constant race with yourself. And uh, last year, uh, I was to a point where I have this like huge band, um, and we were always going like big production, lights, screens, you know, all of that. And then I realized that this is actually a blanket that I have for myself. That if I have the proper stage and big band and lights, and then people will accept what I'm doing on stage. Then they I will look legitimate, you know. And uh, we had a concert in Alexandria that got cancelled, and then. I made people vote for a date for me to organize a concert. They voted, and we decided that July 27, 2018 was the day. And then uh, I just couldn't do it. I had a couple of sponsors bail on me. And oh, it was just tough. Things got oh, yeah. complicated, yeah. and I couldn't do it. And in one of the comments, while I was engaging with people about the concert, I said, I will be there because one of them was rubbing it in my face like you cancelled last time what will make you not cancel this time he engages so <laughs> he does engage he loves it he so loves it. but I, the way I responded I went like retweet with a comment 
And I said, I will be in Alexandria on that date, even if I have to sing in the street. And before you know it, it's like, well, guess what? I think that's amazing. It's not a budget <laughs> thing. It's not a budget thing. And then add to this that the Egyptian Music Association, uh, they, they had to charge us a certain amount of money for permits. Yes. And it was too expensive for what we're trying to do. It's in the street. We're not charging anybody for anything, you know. So we kept like debating with them and everything. And finally, the guy from the station, he says, well, you are not allowed to have a microphone in the street unless you obtain these permits. Oh, you said so. It's a microphone. So, <laughs> so it's a. So it's like. I thought he said guitar, and then you pulled out a ukulele. I'll show you. I'll show you, Alexandria permit so guy. So he goes, if you have a microphone, you gotta obtain the permits. So like, okay, I guess no microphone, and and we just went me and uh, and um, uh, my guitar player. Uh, we just went to Alexandria and we let people know where we were going to be. Amazing. And they would show up in the streets. How I, does that feel? Because now it's literally the most intimate concert you can ever have. I, I'm, uh, we're, we're addicted to it. You yeah. know? So we did it again in Palestine and in Lebanon and uh, what else? In Jordan, you know, and we're going to keep doing this. You know, it's, there is nothing that feels better than performing in the street. You know, people are just genuinely showing up. There is no protocol. They're not buying a ticket. Yeah. I don't owe them anything, you know. You know, even the trolls that were probably saying some like negative stuff is probably there, like in the crowd. They're like in the back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> know. Like, or in and the front. You don't yeah, know who they the are. Front. And it's up to me. I could sing. I could not sing. You know, like that whole intensity of doing a concert is not there. You know, it's, it's up to down me. To I could the sit basics. down and hang out with them. You know, as far as I care. But usually I sing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give the people what yeah. they want. Yeah. But no, I think it's amazing because as a, as a as a person and as a performer who thinks very deeply about your work, what you've done is taking it down to the core of what it is. It's about you and your gift and the people who want to experience your gift. And that's it. Well, What's the deal with the ukulele? Sorry, yeah, can I, you explain the ukulele just, to us? Well, uh, is it one of your favorite instruments or like, what is it? Well, in, um, I mean, in principle, I'm a piano player. Yeah. Um, I felt like I wanted a strumming instrument. Like some songs, you just don't want to write them on the piano. You want to walk around and write them on the guitar. But then I looked at the, the guitar and was like, I don't have time to learn this. You know, it's just, I mean, I know a few chords and all that, but it's just too big, you know? So the ukulele is much easier as an instrument. Yeah, actually, I do. Um, imagine how simple this is. Just hold this one, this frame right here, okay. and hit the string. Uh, sing, sing me a song about bullying. First of all, just because I knew this, <laughs> okay. I'm changing my bio. You know? okay. One, <laughs> two artists. Yeah. Okay. He's now an artist. You know, this is a C major chord. It's such an easy it's instrument. Listen, listen, and C then you major. hit this. It's gonna be my stage name. Hit just this one right here. Okay. I can't wait. No, well, I mean, hit all I mean, the strings. I mean, oh. just do it properly, please. Sorry, I don't have my pick. Can yeah, pick, please? Yeah. <laughs> it's good yeah. to pick, sir. Yeah. You know, and there, there's an F major. It's such an easy instrument. <laughs> exactly. You're like, do you know four chord songs? Like, yes. You were asking me a question? Uh, yeah, of course. Bro. <laughs> Come on. Do you, four know? Chord so do you know four chord songs? It's just a happy instrument. You know, it yeah. just gives you good vibes. It is a happy instrument, actually. You know what you want. I'll <laughs> <laughs> Next time when we sit down, I'll have something prepared. Because <laughs> he wasn't ready. Oh, okay. he wasn't ready. <laughs> I was already That's why. Ready. <laughs> so, so how, how was it uh, performing in Palestine? Uh, it was, I mean, look, Palestine is one of these uh, countries that are, first of all, it's very hard to go to Palestine. Yeah. 
and uh, and we have a big fan base. You know, their their dialect is very close to Jordanian dialect, and uh, so finally uh, we had someone contact us and. Um, for me, it wasn't going to be enough to go because we went to a venue that is known to be more of a class A uh, venue, you know. So I wanted to make sure that we also do all these different areas like uh, Ramallah and uh, Beit Lahim and Nablus. So that's why, again, we went out to the streets. Why did it matter to you, though, to make sure? Because this is the thing is most people come do the class A venue, stay at the hotel and then go home. Why does it matter to go to Ramallah? I mean, there are so many reasons. First, first of all, I think, I mean, I, f I feel that I belong to a class A uh, society. And it seems like because we travel so much and we've seen so much and so on that we, uh, we, take, uh, we take things for granted, you know, and we, we, we're not very uh, easy to fulfill. And uh, while you have those that are from societies that have modest lives, you know, uh, it means the world for them uh, that a singer they, they know and they like uh, would be in their neighborhood, you know. Also, I don't, I don't like the idea that we're becoming <coughs> so much of uh, slaves to social media platforms. Like, you know, you get on Instagram and you get a, I don't even know the names of the features like the rewind and fast word. Even though that's true. Okay. Yeah, yeah just go forward thing, You know, <laughs> yeah. so all this stuff. And I don't like creating content for that. Fair enough. You know, uh, because the way I think about it is that social media is a reflection of what we already used to do before internet. Yes. We used to tell each other something amazing we saw. So back in the days, you'd see something that you never expected and then you'd go to your friends and be like, you wouldn't believe what I just saw today. And you would tell them. And uh, social media became a better way to do that. To, uh, this is the yes, way you tell did. your yeah. friends what you saw today, you know? So to me, uh, to, to, to see a singer you like in your neighborhood, you know, and that sang to you maybe, possibly. Yes. Is the best thing you can tell your friends. This is part of what, the, something we always navigate with the show. It's one thing to listen to us, but it's another thing to see us and meet us and realize we're actually exactly the same. Yes. And I feel like what the world needs more of is this one-to-one -one interaction because while the platforms are wonderful and they connect the entire universe, I feel like at the heart of it, we're still more alike than we are different. Yes. And that's what, you know, and I, I guess that answers all of my questions about why you do what you do. Because I think you want that human connection more Absol than anything Absolutely. Else. You know, there were, we had a face. Uh, could you? Look, I had a phase where I was trying to get it all right, you know, with uh, with social media and the career, and how how do you you know how do you monetize your music, and what's uh, what are the best tools, and and we, I was talking to my manager about this just earlier. Sophia Edwin. Uh, Sophia Edwin, <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, <coughs> and you know, I remember a time where like I was boosting my my Facebook account and yeah. boosting the post to get the best likes and for people to see that I get a lot of likes, and then. The engagement was just not just there. Not there yeah. You know, like it, it was kind of there, but not really. You know, I was doing it right. I was doing everything by the book, exactly. You know, all the tricks and all the bugs. I knew all the bugs in Facebook and exactly how to get it right. But then I stopped uh, boosting, and I felt lonely. Like I felt everybody on my page in my page is not there. It's like you go to your school of thirty thousand people because back then I had thirty thousand followers. And it's like nobody showed up there. in school. Exactly. 
That was yeah, a really good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. It's a really good way to put it. And so, how did you respond to this? You just said, "I'm not doing that anymore." I stopped boosting. Okay. I was like, "I'm only going organic." It hurt in the first few months, you know, because I was not getting much. And, and uh, then suddenly. And suddenly now, I mean, we're it's under our control. You know, social media now to us, it's it's just a method to tell people that in one hour I'm gonna be in your city. And within an hour, we get 500 people show up. Amazing. It's the real thing, you Amazing. know? We're really in touch. Yeah. And that's the real deal. That's what... I think that is what social media is supposed to do. Yes. But we had a... It's brand new. I feel like we don't give it its credit as well. Yeah. It's brand new. So we're trying to figure it out. It's trying to figure itself out. I think out. the... Crea yeah, exactly. You I think know? the creators of these platforms are trying to figure out what this is about. We're yeah. all trying to navigate yeah. it. But the way you've like done it... we all live in a digital age, but it's what, it's what 10 years in? Exactly. Yeah. We seem to talk about it like it's been around and there should be rules. And, and no, like no, no. It, it didn't started, start in MSN. It started... You started music before it started. And so we're going to navigate it in that way. And I think it's, it's just a, reflex, a reflection of human behavior and social behavior. And it's just going to keep adapting to our behavior. You know, it's just a reflection of... Of who we are yes. think about the timeline like it's it's say something is trending right now right it could be a scandal or whatever and now everybody's talking about it it's like the egg and uh, <laughs> the right egg. and then you scroll down for for just enough for three days and it's gone it's no longer important and that's what we did with any matter any scandal lasted for only three days anyway before yeah. internet you know yeah that's true the only difference is that now you can scroll it down and see it for your eye yeah that, that's all it took well, for people to forget to about it. It's easier to share, and it's also it's shared on a mass sc uh, on yeah, a scale on a, like on a much larger man, scale. Like about the 27 million likes. <laughs> it's about true. It's true. It's true. What to do? This is the modern it's age. <laughs> this is the modern age. So I missed that on that. What should, uh, it's what? just an egg. So as a retaliation yeah. to it's some tight. stuff that's on social media, a team has put an egg up and said they want like you. Anybody can be famous. Anything yeah. can. So people began to look at this egg, and it just became this like. Yeah, you know, it's just because it was because it was a Kylie Jenner. She yeah. got the most liked picture online, which was like 18 million. So somebody posted an egg, and, the, he's, they're, and they're like, like yeah. "Let's see if this egg gets more likes." But then it got traction on like every single kind of platform, whether if it was fitness or high or whatever. And then like. It's, it's an egg. It's on 27 million <laughs> likes. It's an egg. Yeah. No, Aziz. Okay, my time refresh. Mesh no 10 likes is yet. La la la. 300, 400. Every time you refresh, and it's an egg. <laughs> and it's an egg. Best man, get Kylie It's like social commentary. <laughs> it, it comes to show you, you know, how much uh, humans can be in sync sometimes. Yes. Because everybody decided to support this for the hell of it. Yes. And everything's happening in the world, and everyone's supporting egg. Yeah, yeah. But that's the point. That's but the it, point. Because they put everybody in sync yeah. from different countries, different languages, different cultures. They put everybody in sync. Let's make this egg famous. Do you think vegans like the egg? I don't know. I can't comment that's on. I'm not. I'm staying away that's from the. That's a good the, thing the, for the, Instagram. The, we need to ask the, Instagram. Yeah. Do a we'll ask, we'll figure it out. Like the egg. It will, let's question them. We need to question. I yeah. mean, they just don't eat it. They don't have to hate <laughs> they, they it. Can, Did they like they it? Love, <laughs> do they love it? Do they want? To, do they want to eat? Anyways, Aren't you vegan? Tell us. What do you think? No, I'm not vegan. Not, ah, I'm not okay, vegan. I'm not vegan today. It's ah, what, today. It's Sunday. Okay. Yeah, it's cheat meal day. On a Sunday. Anyways, when I look at artists like you, I wonder what do you see for the future? Like, what do you want for the future? Because you know, the music industry has kind of marked your path in some ways. But is there a bigger dream for you? Is there something more that you want from the world? I mean, I, I, I want to do a lot more. Um, last year, uh, I've been lucky to, uh, first of all, to have enough uh, following and means to, to start an anti-bullying campaign. And uh, it was really helpful to see that I could, uh, we did, so what we did is this very basic format. and. Uh, 
and also because I like to have initiatives, but I don't like to be. Um, I don't. I'd like to carry an, an initiative I care about. Mm -hmm. So, so I didn't go for environment. I care about environment as far as you know to throw the trash in the right can and all that stuff. But you know that's about it. I'd be a liar if what I did this year is you know speak for the environment. You're sitting next to someone that uses a metal straw. Uh, because plastic straws kill the whales. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair no, enough. no, but I, I understand what you're saying. I wouldn't be the right advocate. There's for this. a cause. Yeah. You know? There's a cause for every person, or there are causes for every person. And he wants to be true, true to it, and not just because it's a high. And for me, anti-bully. Yeah. For me, bullying, because because I, I I can see how many people could miss out on achieving their dreams because someone bullied them out of it. Because someone told them they're not worthy of success. Because someone told them they're not worthy of fame. You know that they don't have it in them. So that's, that for me was a very simple and basic thing to talk about. And then I had to, of course, dig deeper and study about bullying and so on. And, and the format was so simple. We just got a few people to support uh, a tour. Uh, and then we, uh, uh, I did a quick visit with the Minister of Education in Jordan and uh, we got the, the government umbrella. And what we did is that students wouldn't know that we're coming to their school, and then we would get them out of fourth, uh, you know, the fourth um, period, class, yeah. the fourth class, and then they would be surprised that there is a concert and that I'm there. And then how would, great! You know, and we, I would just sing, and I had a new song about uh, fighting bullying and uh, about believing in yourself. I tried to keep it as trendy and and simple as possible for for everybody to relate to it, and we did it. But so what I'm saying is that from that because I learned to work with the public sector and I've had challenges, right? I, 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 we even had uh, someone try to sabotage our um, They tried our to campaign. bully your anti-bullying campaign? Yes, yes, <laughs> actually these, the, we, we, this we is actually- This savage. Savages. <laughs> people tried to bully us out of Why? our bullying campaign. It was the second round. Uh, <clears throat> at a certain point, we started to go to public schools more than private schools. Okay. We felt like they need this more. And uh, uh, the thing about public schools is that you've got male only and female only. Okay. So we went to a couple of, of uh, female only schools and a video trended. Although the, I mean, there was a part where I'm saying, So that's the video that trended. And they were, so I was saying, I'm going to be good. And they were responding, but they looked very happy. They looked like they were really enjoying their time. And I guess that uh, bothered some people. It bothered, okay. So it was a response to a, a clip that video. was shared online by yes. by one of the students, I'm sure, or something like I'm, that. I'm not sure at this point because people would like uh, upload it for 45 minutes and then take it down and then someone else would mm, upload I it. See. So they wanted to circulate the video. Uh, That's so interesting. Yeah, and uh, I guess I bothered them. And you know, I get it. I get it. We, we kind of push the limits more than uh, these people can handle, and it's fine. So, but can you imagine the, 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 the size of education I'm yes. getting about how to work an initiative and, and how to work with different partners, you know, and what works and what doesn't. So there's a lot more we're going to do as far as, uh, as uh, initiatives and, and, and reaching out to as many people as possible. Do you still, do you still want to, or now with your platform or everything, do you, do you, do you consider yourself as a, as a minister of culture, even though you're not in that position? Or do you still, do you still want to be? Do you Absol still want absolutely. To get there? That or do you think now with your, what you're doing now, you don't need to be the minister, but you already uh, are exactly, a minister of culture? I think that's a wonderful, yeah. Exactly. I, I, don't, uh, I, don't, I don't think I have to be a minister of culture anymore. Uh, 
Because you already are in some ways. And I can see, see myself a governmental employee if I want to take my dad's advice. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> You've already been fired. The minister so. didn't show up today. Yeah. So. He's busy. We lost the minister. We lost the minister. Or if you're writing a song about depression, the minister is depressed today. Wait, the minister is jolly. This is a bipolar it, minister. It will pass in a week. Do. It will pass in a week. So I don't have to do that anymore, thankfully. <laughs> thankfully for everybody. But... Uh, but yeah, so so yes, I did. I think a part of me is fulfilling that that that, that kid that wanted to be a minister of culture because I didn't know any better. That to me, that's and now you're a global minister of culture. And we thank you, you for your work yeah. because I think that's one one of the things that we always talk about is we hope that more Arabs like us are in public spaces to show to the world as a point of perspective yes. that there's more to us than what you see on you know CNN or, or on the news. Absolutely. And you are such a wonderful representation of that. I think <laughs> okay. so. I think it's an amazing thing. So Minister of Culture in, in every way, absolutely. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Aziz. Ah, that's it? Okay. It was such an absolute <laughs> okay. pleasure. I learned so much about it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. I thank appreciate you it. Thank you. Will you play for us? Is this a thing? We don't normally, but yeah, I... Apparent, so basically, apparently, I was asking uh, Sophia Laurent. Uh, it's Sophia, <laughs> Sophia Edwin. Sophia Edwin. I was like, like, what's the deal with it? She's like, the ukulele goes with him wherever he goes. I love mm -hmm. it. So So can you? What, do we, what are you gonna, what are we gonna hear? Are you gonna hear the anti-bullying song? Are we gonna hear something no. new? What is it? Uh, I don't know. What are you... I have this, I mean, this song is the easiest to play, given that it's slightly cold in here, so oh, I'm just going. Let me no, it's okay, it's okay. I'm, 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 I'm not picky. Feel free to jump in here. But just to be clear, this is not the anti-bullying. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 and I was like, Zayi, but now I was like, wait. All right, cool. <laughs> we'll ask him later. <laughs> وديتنا على البحر وين رجعنا يا باي يا باي ولا طلع بيد نطيت ماي يا باي يا باي رميتنا بس ما وين وقعنا لا ده حب قال هيك حس حالك حي يا باي ولا تخف علينا شوي خلينا حطك بين عيني يا باي يا باي يا باي يا باي يا باي وانا حاسس حالي زي كاني مربط من ايدي باي 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 خلصت؟ اه خلصت اوكي اتس تو كول تو بلاي اي كان فيل ماي فينجرز سلام